All right. Good morning. So, uh, <laughs> believe it or not, although some some people were not here uh, on Shabbos, this is going to connect to what I spoke about on Shabbos, um, and that's you know Tama Pesach Knesses, um, you know spoke on Shabbos at length about the power of tefillah and not talking uh, during parts of davening, uh, etc. Uh, uh, so. Says the Pelayot. I think that was a good analogy to the the uh, attorney, you know, giving his. Oh, you like that? You like that analogy yesterday? I mean, your life's on the line. You wouldn't be right. Uh, but the first thing, as I mentioned, that's why I start with the power of prayer. You can't understand how bad talking is unless you understand what the power of prayer is. But we'll actually we'll just touch on it today because it continues. Viesha writes Lazahir shaladaber bebeisaknesis. So, so people, some people are very careful uh, not to speak in shul. Uh, so they don't talk, but if somebody comes over to them, they don't want to embarrass the person. They don't want to look like they're so religious. They don't be so arrogant. I don't want to say, I don't want to speak in show. The person think, who am I? They get speaking, and then it becomes uh, permissible. You know, it, then it becomes okay. Uh, and as I mentioned yesterday, just to pick up that muscle, that part of yesterday, if you would be in a meeting with someone who's important to you, if you'd be, uh, if you'd be in your trial, like the example I gave yesterday, if you're in a trial and the judge is sitting there and you need, your attorney is advocating on your b- behalf and someone in the courtroom comes to start schmoozing with you and the judge is looking at you, you would not talk, Right? You would be, you could, you would be, you would be in danger of losing out on your on, on your trial. A person who fears Hashem will literally tremble when they think how serious, um, uh, how serious it is to speak, um, at, to speak uh, in shul during davening. And as I mentioned yesterday, in the name of uh, the Shlaz son. Father and father, both their sons in the Shneichlin and Vaviyamudim, that if you speak during davening, during Chazar Sashats, during Kaddish, during Psukid Zimra, you damage your ability to pray, period. <laughs> right? Your tefillahs are not accepted, Chazashalom. So that's a pretty bad thing to do to your tefillah. So a person says, you should just say, you know, if you're in a part where you can speak, in a medaris of Knesses. Now, I mean, just again, anyone who's a mayach on his head, if somebody offers you crack, Coke, or crack, or, or, not Coca-Cola, but Coke, uh, or, or cocaine, you know, or, or, or drugs, you're not going to say, oh, listen, I, got, I don't want to embarrass you, I'm not gonna, I'll take some. Right? Something's bad for you. You don't say, you know, if, you know if, you're, if you're smart enough to realize something's bad, you don't do it because someone else wants you to do it, right? If you're in a party and food's trafe, and the guy says to you, oh, take some food, you don't say, oh, I feel bad for him. I don't want to embarrass him. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and eat, eat something that's not kosher. Right? You're, you're working at Google, so the guy offers you his sandwich, or, you know, a little bit of his Indian uh, stew. You know, you don't say, I'm going to go ahead and eat it. That doesn't, it doesn't go that way. Uh, Someone's going to take some of your money. They're going to kill you. You don't. You don't worry about busha, right? All of a sudden, by talking in prayer, I have to have derecheretz. I got to be the biggest mensch. I don't want to embarrass the person. 
you know, uh, all of a sudden everything becomes okay. You would never do that in so many areas. The things important to you. That's why I said. That's why I started yesterday. If you appreciate what, that everything in life is tefillah, your success. That Benny Shchai Mashal I gave yesterday, or the story of Biederman. Yeah. If you recognize that your prayers, you won't. You won't want to damage your ability to pray. If you don't think prayer is a serious thing, so if you don't think you're in a trial, you don't think your your your, your bracha comes through prayer. So then it's easier um, to speak in shul. Because it's not so valuable to you. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't, I don't want to go too much delivery what I spoke about yesterday because a lot of people who weren't here and a lot of people listen to it who are not even part of the shawl. But, uh, but the point is, is that the first thing you have to really share prayer is, if you appreciate prayer is, it doesn't make a difference that a guy comes over to you. Uh, if you're concerned, if you're in a courtroom or damaging your wealth, you're concerned in front of the honor of Hashem. Because as I mentioned in the name of the Shlot's father, yesterday, that a person who speaks in Shul disgraces the name of Hashem. It means you don't care that you're in Hashem's house. You wouldn't, you know, you imagine if you're ever in an in a important room, even if it's not yours, if you would be in a courthouse, period, and there's a trial going on, and you're sitting there schmoozing in the trial, talking, right? You're in a meeting somewhere, and you're sitting there talking in the meeting. What are you showing to the whole meeting? It's irreverent. Yeah. You know, it's not an important thing. Uh, never. In fact, the tour starts the whole this whole parish. You should not be as bold as a leper. Do not sit in this world because you, you you're not bold. And it's don't break Torah because you're embarrassed a man. Do not break ever break the Torah. Because you're a little bit embarrassed. Now, somebody came over to me yesterday, who wants to, you know, after my speech, and he said, he said to me, Levine, I love, you know, I, I actually will say that I, I had a lot of positive, even the person who spoke Shalash a lot of, a lot of positive uh, remarks uh, afterwards. Um, one person who I knew would like the speech. Comes, came over to me. I like, I like to be a, a guard to make sure no one talks during the day. I said, no, you can't do that. <laughs> because, you know, if someone wants to be a kamikaze, that's not the point over here. You know, it's not catharsis for you to, to, to go ahead and, and be, a, be a pit bull on this. Uh, it's not to embarrass others either. The point is, really, we should, we should appreciate um, how, how, what, how chashev tefillah is uh, and not you know, not damage your ability to pray. Now, in certain places which are larger or whatever, you do need people. But again, I just want to, you know, as I said before, you know, telling other people not to talk, there is a, a certain ability that one has to have to do that. But it it also demands sensitivity and seichel and uh, etc. So, actually, which is how the Torah starts, lots of sorts a person who's careful. I just, you know, as I, I spoke about this yesterday, and I said specifically, I, I can't imagine when Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, our whole next year is decided in in the, in, in, in prayer to damage that ability to pray because of talking. It's so it's so crazy to me. I, uh, you know, all of Yom Kippur is essentially prayer. A large part of Rosh Hashanah, Slichas, we start Motzei Shabbos. Sorry, I'm saying Slichas. Hashanah Rabba is the essence is the Hakafas and Tzvila. Right. So besides the fact that you're, sta- um, 
you're, you're saved from Einish. The biggest Einish is that your prayer is not listened to. <laughs> the biggest Einish is that your prayer is not listened to. And as I said, Gadol Avonim and Soya yesterday, it's, the sin is too great to bear, right? That's such a serious thing. The father of the Shlaz, I quote Yeshanach, said it's the worst Avera you can do is to talk in Shal during davening. Uh, you know, people think it's a light thing. It's the worst Avera you can do. You damage the essence of Klaus. Besides the, 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 a person who's careful is saved from a terrible punishment. You also get a, a mitzvah every time that you're tempted to talk in Shol or somebody comes over to you. You get the mitzvah of, 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 of fearing my base mikdash. As you know, the Gemara says that the basic Knesset is the Mikdash Ma'at, I can only imagine a harabais, like some five people sitting having a conversation as the Korbanos are going on.
And the Yetzer wants to make it, you know, you sit next to the guy who's going to schmooze to you, or you don't appreciate pear, and someone comes over to you in the middle of Kaddish, you know, as I mentioned yesterday about the Simon and Vav, instead of saying, Yehei Rabo, you say, yeah, what are you doing for lunch today? <laughs> right? Instead of saying, Amen, you say, Oh, oh man, there you go, right? Uh, or even worse, did you see that man? A little Lashon Hara, right? Uh, so, about and certainly in Hashem's house, you have to realize the Kaddish Baruch and certainly when you're going ahead and place a prayer, and this is the Ulamacha Kabbalah Schar Ba'imish, Vyad Adam, Lak of Azitzro, um, never to talk to anybody. Make it a positive. Uh, 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 someone comes over to you. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to discuss it. Just smile. Mm, mm. That's all I have to do. And smile. I, 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 do, I, I, I do it. Now, now I'm a rabbi. People don't come over to me often. Although some people do. do. You smile. And there are times... Where for mitzvahs, as, as I, there are halachas in Shulchan Arach, that even in I, in between Yishtabach and Baruch if you have a mitzvah, you can go ahead and tell a person for a mitzvah, for a mitzvah, not to say what are you having for lunch today. Uh, that's not you know don't be no creative mitzvahs over here. Uh, but but in Stamazai to go ahead and talk for the gather God God Hashem Shlul Adabim Chaveru the Rishonim didn't even speak to very Torah so that people shouldn't learn. The wrong thing. He says, by the way, there's a level of basic knesses. Now, happens the are basic about the knesses and chosarts of both It is more lenient. But there's an idea not to, in general, have general conversations uh, in the shul, which with Abashat Satsfila, Shiloh basic knesses, if you're davening. Now, even if you're in, you make a minion. Uh, in a wedding hall, in, a, in an ulam, uh, you have a minion in the airport, whatever, and a bee of 10 people, you don't talk during davening. Uh, um, he said, if you have a shul in your place and you don't go, which means if you could make a minion in shul, and instead you go somewhere else, uh, is it's it's not a good thing. Uh, therefore, Asher and Ken Roy Lashalim Oilis Pabe Seknasis, I feel in Ruchrach, the Spalbi Yachet, he says, even if you're, it just ends this piece, um, if, you, if, you, if you're a Yachid and you can't come to Minyan, it's still Kadai to go ahead and daven in a Shal. This is very important, by the way. If for whatever reason you don't get to Minyan, still Kadai to come to Shal. The Kolshikach, it's like Lashalim Harbless Pabe Seknasis, Imat Sibor. So to push yourself for go ahead for a minion. Okay, that ends this topic. So we'll start based on measures for a different topic. I, I didn't push on the talking in Shul simply because I spoke about this for a few minutes yesterday, so I went through this quickly. But uh, I, you know, I just want to reiterate that uh, we're going to go weiter, and I don't speak about talking in Shul or in Kaddish or in Chazar Sashats uh, uh, too often. Or, uh, but I will say... That, uh, that, that, as I said yesterday, you know, when we think about Yiddishkeit and Torah mitzvahs, prayer is everything. And I, I, I will, uh, and I, my own observation is besides the damage that a person who talks in Shul has to their own personal prayer, prayers, 
the Chil Hashem of a person who talks in Shul uh, has to Hashem's house and, and to others because you lower the bar. I, you know, I, there are certain Shuls. Someone came over to me yesterday and it said, you know, I go around and I see Shuls, the bar is just so low. And that's because it becomes completely okay and normal uh, to speak in Shul. And it, the, you, you, go to a shul, you hear like a din, a buzz. <laughs> you know, it's a, you hear a buzz of talking. But besides all that, my own observation is that people who talk in Shul, their whole connection to Yiddishkeit is lowered. It's, it's, it, because when the minute you don't take tefillah seriously, it, it damages not just your ability to pray, it damages your connection to Hashem. Now, I'm not saying anyone, everyone who speaks in is this evil creature. Has no I am saying, though, is that you can see a person, their whole aliyah baruchnis is lowered. You will not, I, I will say this unequivocally, you will not meet somebody who's steiging. Right? You know what steiging is? No, you just got to send you the gates a little bit, you know. Raj, Raj, Raj. Uh, no, I'm just who's, who's growing, who's, who's, uh, who's uh, uh, looking to grow and pushing, who's sitting there talking and showing. It doesn't happen that way. It, it, it becomes a certain, and unfortunately, there's a certain cynicism that ends up happening that comes to everyone, everything. If you don't talk, you're so from, or this, or that, trade me a cup, you know, like you, you, the, again, I'm not saying that there are people of the Yitzhahara that talk, maybe it's the talk and show, but it, it's a type of Avera which really affects general growth in Ben Adam Lamakom. You know, it really, really does. So, besides damaging a person's prayer, besides the Chil Hashem, it, 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 it affects, and if a person wants to steig a little bit, you know, it, it changes your whole perspective on davening. And if you change your perspective in Dominic, you change your perspective in Judaism, period. Because if you, you know, again, you can be a person who is into learning and not into davening. Um, it's, you need both. It can't, it can't be one uh, and not the other if you want to have uh, Shlemus. Okay. I, again, I spoke about yesterday. So um, for those who want to hear more, listen to yesterday's tape. Okay. You have a tape? No, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if I had, if I taped yesterday, I'd have to give a sh- talk about sh- keeping Shabbos. I'm Rabbi Sinas of Chalavach. So, base of Medrash. Now, it's a base of Medrash. Very different topic. I'm Rabbi Sinas of Chalavach. In Paga B'Chal Menuvol, if you have the Yitzhahara, Mashchel Base of Medrash. The best way to break your Yitzhahara, the only way, really, Chazal says, is to learn Torah. I'm Evan Hunamuach. If you ha- if it's in Evan, the Evan will, will will dissipate in Barzal Mispitzets. If it the Itzahara is iron, it will uh, uh, explode, blow up. And there's a certain the ambiance of Baisa Majrish is that the Torah is being spread. There's a there's a Now in the old days Shoal will be one place, and the base will be other. That's clear in the Gemara. Today, you know, most shoals function as both, uh, and, and all yeshivas also have minyanim, so it's, they both have both uh, milas. But you should have placed a little matur barabim in each tamid chamba year. Yeah, and if you have tamid chamba, they should all go learn in one place. Midi yom yom o laila laila, the yalam kavias luma bi'in. You have a time to learn bi'in over pilpul, b'makam shlibam chafetz, to learn i'in, to learn in depth. Or pilpul, uh, to to you know to you know to mafalpel, to 
to, to not just learn in depth, but to go back and forth and on different understandings. Where in Gephes? Uh, Gephes is Gemara, Perish, and Tesis. Gemara Rashi Tesis. Over Paiskim on Shulchan Aruch, Vichadim, Kamra Basinu, Oyev Hashem, Sharm Hamitzion, and Balacha, and we call Batik Nesib Batim Drashas. The Elo Karjbarko, Baalamo, Ella Arba Amashal Chabalavad. Right? I think it was our first who said that when you daven, you talk to Hashem, and when you learn, Hashem talks to you. Right? You need both. You need to talk to Hashem, and you also have to hear Hashem's message to you. Right? And if you only, if you don't learn Torah, you're not, you're missing what Vos Vilsa Kadesh Baruch what does Hashem want from you in this world? And therefore, after the base of is destroyed, Hashem, you want to find Hashem, you want to hear Hashem's message to you. It's a Dalad Amash Shahalacha Bilvad. And therefore, when you're actually when you're learning in, really, uh, a large focus, that's why the Shrek of Tuesday night is always Sugiz and Halacha, is you need to learn Sugiz of Halacha. That's, uh, you know, um, that's where, the, that's, that's where, uh, that's where you, you'll find HaKash Baruch telling you what to do. I gave a show this past Tuesday night about cooking for Goyim on Yom Tif. If you don't know the parameters of that, then you're not going to know how to, how to keep Yom Tif. You can, you can know all kinds of things in Zvachim, but guess what? No one's offering... Oh, actually, we still have a few days until Sukkot, Mitch Shem, we offer Korbanas. But, but without that, you're not offering Korbanas. And, and if you're, it's things that are no getting into a Kohen, you're not a Kohen, you're not going to do it. Now, for Shtetzach, for sure, we need to learn Kola Torah Kula. But the deeper understandings, the first thing you need to know is how we live and what, 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 what is the ultimate uh, halacha. L'shar ama da'ara yelam makum kavua loma barabim seder chayk Yisrael. Chayk is like tzenarana. It's the old country. Like chayk Yisrael was what they all learned. If you ever look at the chumashim, Mr. Kaiser used to learn chayk. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a chumash that had every day some halacha, some medrash, some zayhar, like in the Chumash, they break it down by day for the week. You do the Shnai Mikra of, of that day. You would do a piece of Medrash that day, a piece of Gemara that day, a piece of Halacha that day, a piece of Medrash that day, a piece of Zara that day. So to do Chayk, over Arab Gamkin, you'll learn Mikra and Mishnah. Vichlam Eza Tamar Chacham, you should have to get a Shir to learn Agada, Dinim, and Musar. Vizayi Kama Vagisa Bayam Valala. That's what I'm going to Shishi. On Friday night, Zikbu Medrash Vilmudu Dinim. Ladas is chukei l'kemis terasav. Ushar limudu. Go mishnah is idra. You know what idra is? Anyone know what idra is? Idra means assembly. It's a part of the zayhar. Tehillim. Matoiv manayim luma palm aches b'shavua. Say the tarig mitzvus. To go through the tarig mitzvus. Neshalam apar mitzvaseno. You know, just before we go, go on, I you know, in in yeshivas. Uh, or in, you know, people who learned in yeshivas and they're, 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 they're still going up. Some people, um, I remember once I was speaking to a young kid in yeshiva. Uh, he was a little fiery kid. Uh, and I was already a relative. I was, I was back in my, visiting one of my relatives. This kid tells me the best years of your life are when you're yeshiva or kolo. I said to this guy, this kid, who today is working, by the way, <laughs> who never thought he would work at that age, I said to him, are you joking? Do you think that a 22-year-old kid in any yeshiva, with any kind of yarmulke, has hit the, the climax, the apex of life? Do you really think that Tzorah Shem wants you? Like you're, you're 18, 19, 20, 21, and the rest of your life is like on a lower level. 
<laughs> you know, or you learn. Well, everyone goes and does. You know, when you're a little kid and you think you're learning yeshiva, and they teach you, it's true. But really, a person should be growth oriented their whole life. If you have that, you know, there are people that I, I'm sure anyone who knows people who learned, went to the yeshiva system or kolol knows they were very, very good, and then they went out to the world and they collapse. You know how that happens? If you view that as the highest level you ever reach, then of course, when you go out to the world, automatically, <coughs> you, you, you go down, right? But really, we're supposed to be growing up levels. So really, Kabbalah looking to take on one thing, two things every year, something we should all be doing constantly, right? That's, so really, coming into Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, we should have a Kabbalah. We should be taking something on. So in, in, the, the, the typical um, uh, example that's given is you should take one thing in brachas or prayer, one thing in ben adam lechavero. For example, you know, it could be to say hello to somebody. Uh, somebody complained to me this weekend uh, that some of the single bachram call them like the last minute to come to the house. Why can't they call Wednesday or make their plans? So that you know, first that could be for. Uh, if you're if you're one of those bachram to call earlier, you have just the derechet. It could be to if you see someone struggling, that could be better on the whatever it may be. Um, but certainly in Torah, if we're not pushing ourselves in Torah, so I pick even on Yitzchak Fagan, who is an example to us all about advanced planning, right? Who literally who's actually ahead of his own plan. So, but advanced plan to finish shots. So he can't say to himself, you know, what, five years ago, ten actually at this point, almost ten years ago. He made a plan to finish shots. I have my plan. I have nothing to work on. Now, we all need to have a Kabbalah in Limanat Torah. You know, I remember once when I was in Yeshiva, I saw my friend, who's today a rabbi. Uh, I said, to, after Matzio Kibber, so I said to him, whatever his name is, said, you know, he had some Kabbalahs. He said, yeah, he said, he actually told me what it was. It wasn't, uh, he says, Kabbalah to give a Chabura every week. This guy is a very big Tamil. Who is going to give a Chabura? Like, in his mind, in Yom Kippur, he thought to himself, I'm going to give a Chabur every week. So actually, when we pick up with the base marriage in Torah, uh, oh wow, is it two weeks? Not next week. Not next yeah. week. And two weeks is Erev Rosh Hashanah. Uh-huh. I don't think we're going to do that because the slichas are very long. Imagine two weeks is Erev Rosh Hashanah. Uh, but, you know, we should be thinking, you know, long and hard. When you, when you read this, about learning Torah with Ian and Friday night and learning you know, if, if you want to steig in life, if you want to advance in life, it can't be in any company, in any area of life, if you want to improve yourself, uh, you look, what you can take on, something small, something concrete, you know, uh, if you ask a gadol, they'll say to you, you say, I want to do Kabbalah, so say, how long are you learning for? So I said, let's, let's imagine a person's learning an hour a day, so they'll say, accept on yourself an hour and a minute. You know, add a minute. That we're not talking about crazy things. You know why? Anything which is radical will not last. You know, it will not last. But if you take coming into this year a small Kabbalah, I'm here we're learning about Talmud Torah and Liman HaTorah. Liman HaTorah, studying Torah, pushing oneself and studying Torah, is an area which we should always have goals, always be looking to improve. And 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 I I I if you're learning Dafyomi, but you, when you're coming into this year, there should be some. It could be not to have your cell phone next to you. It could be to review. 
It could be to learn one toysus a day, whatever it is. But pick something. Pick something in Lima Torah in the year ahead. It will pay dividends forever. Okay, perfect.